Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Fresh Encounter, the radio ministry of Lifelong Anointing Church. Our mission as a church is to equip the body of Christ to increase in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and with men. We are glad that you joined us for this edition of the broadcast. It is our prayer that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. Here now is Pastor Otuno with today's message. To increase and to change your level of command, you need to increase your spiritual depths. You cannot be on the surface and expect to be in command. You cannot be on the surface and rule over your situation. You cannot be on the surface in any area of life and be in charge. It is not possible. In every field of human endeavor, one thing I can assure you is this. People with debts, and I mean people with depth of knowledge, people with depth of experience, people with depth of expertise, people who know what they are doing, those are the people that are in authority. Look at your place of work. Who is the go-to person? It's normally not yours. Maybe not your supervisor. Maybe just somebody who has been doing that work. He knows that job inside out. When you tell them there's a problem, he can tell you where to look at. Without even listening to the detail, he already knows because he has a depth of knowledge. Only the people with depth, with depth, always stand in the place of command and authority. And the same is true when it comes to spiritual things. You cannot be in command of your spiritual life or everything in life except you have a depth of not understanding. Except there is a depth to your knowledge. Look at the student in school. Who is the student that everybody looked at when they asked a question? Is the student that knows the subject inside out? Do you think the student just woke up one day and then the, the knowledge of that subject fell upon them? No. It takes a while for you to develop that depth. The people who are in control, the people who are in command are the people who have serious debt in that particular area that they are talking about. And I will argue that in our search for depth, in our search for expertise, the best expertise you can look for is your spiritual depth. Spiritual depth. And the question is why? Why is spiritual depth a thing that you should seek after? Why is it the best thing that a man should look after? Look at the book of Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. I want you to read just one verse of the scripture there. And it gives you an indication it gives you the reason why you should pursue spiritual depth for your life. Hebrews chapter 11, reading from verse number 2, the Bible says, By faith we understand that the world were formed by the word of God. Genesis 1-1 tells us that. By faith we understand that the word of God were formed by the word of God. So, so that the things which are seen are not made of the things which are visible. What does that mean? According to that verse of the scripture, spiritual depth is important because everything in life has a spiritual foundation. Everything. Every area of your life has a spiritual foundation. Everything you do in life has a spiritual foundation. Every department of your life has a spiritual foundation. The Bible says that the things which are seen are not made of things which are visible. I've spoken here about the law of double creation. That this building that you see right now did not come into existence, but it first of all existed in the mind of the architects. 
The same thing. The spiritual thing, the things that you see here today, they must first exist in the spirit for you to see them in the physical. And that's why when Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray, he said that, Thy will be done as it is done in heaven. If it is not happening in heaven, it's never going to happen on earth. Unless you understand that everything has a spiritual foundation, you may just be roaming around the world without any command. And that is why you should seek spiritual depth. Because everything in life has a spiritual foundation. Number two, because everything has a spiritual foundation, everything answers to spiritual command. Because everything has a spiritual control. Everything has a foundation. Everything has its root in the spirit. If you want to command anything, everything in life, because it has a spiritual foundation, responds to spiritual command. That is why he can speak to an individual and say, sickness be gone. And that sickness disappears. Why? Because everything in life answers to a spiritual command. Genesis 1-3, the Bible says, let there be light. And there was light. Everything in life responds to spiritual command. And then because all things answers to spiritual command, the man with the spiritual depth has the command and the authority over everything. Remember the progression. Everything has a spiritual foundation. And because everything has a spiritual foundation, everything responds to spiritual command. And because everything responds to spiritual command, the man with the spiritual command, the man with the spiritual authority will command everything. And that's why Jesus Christ, when he walked to that particular place and he needed to pay tax, he said, God, just go to the river, catch a fish, and you'll see the money and you go and pay. He spoke those things into existence. The Bible makes us to understand that when the sea was roaring, Jesus Christ looked at it and said, no, you can't mess with me. He said, peace be still. And that was it. The man with the spiritual debt, the man with the spiritual command, has command over everything. And that is why you can decree a thing according to the word of God, and it shall be established. But you cannot decree a thing with just being on the surface. You cannot be superficial and decreating because it will not answer. You have to speak deep speech to the deep. That's what the Bible says. So for you to be able to have command over any department of your life, you need the depths in that particular area. And the man with the spiritual depth is the man that has the command over every issue of life. And that is why if you are interested in changing your spiritual level, if you are interested in changing your level of command in any department of your life, if you are interested in increasing your level of authority, your level of influence, seek to increase your spiritual depths. Become intimate with the Almighty God. Grow yourself. Become mature in the things of God. And then you will see things happening in your life. Now, when we talk about spiritual depth, what are we talking about? What does it mean for a man to have spiritual debts? When we talk about spiritual debt, we're talking about a degree of spiritual relationship that goes beyond the surface. Mm. I'm not talking about noise making now. I'm not talking about jumping on one foot and then doing all the spiritual gymnastics that we do in church. It's not about how much noise you are able to make. It is about a relationship that goes beyond the surface. When we're talking about spiritual debt, we're talking about not being superficial in the presence of the Almighty God. A lot of people have mistaken motivational speaking for anointing. And they now begin to say a lot of catchy phrase in church. They say a lot of all these wonderful things, but you don't see the result. That was what Paul was referring to when he said, ever learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. 
They don't see the power. The power of the word of God that they are proclaiming is not manifested in their life. So when we're talking about spiritual death, we're talking about a life that a relationship with God that goes beyond the superficial. It goes into the way the person lives his life. Now when we talk about the depths of anything, including spiritual death, it comes in degrees. Spiritual death is in degrees. The Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 11 verse 33. It says, all oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgment. His ways are past finding out. In other words, the depth of the, the spiritual depth that God has made available to his people is so vast that you cannot even comprehend it. And that is why you find that their people operate at a very different level. Spiritual depth is always a level. And as believers, if we keep striving for greater height by developing a deeper and more intimate relationship with the Almighty God, you find that, that God begins to open more doors, open more revelation, takes you more deeper. And that's when you begin to see that, oh, the more you know God, the more you know you have not known anything. When the man comes and starts making noise, yeah, God told me this God has said, look at this guy, you don't know nothing. The same thing a man with a spiritual authority. He doesn't go about telling you, God told me, God told me. No. You know that God told him. You know because of the things that come out of him. Because of the level of commands that he operates. So spiritual death is always in levels. Okay? And if you read the book of Ezekiel 47. In Ezekiel 47, the Bible tells us of the various levels of spiritual death that is available. The first one in verse number 3, the Bible says, And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits, and he brought me through the waters, and the waters was at the ankle. That is what is referred to as the ankle deep spirituality. In that ankle deep spirituality, you are basically muddling in the water. But there is another level that is called the knee deep level. Bible says in verse number 4, he said, again, he measured a thousand, a thousand, and brought me through the water. The water was to the knee. There's a difference between the what you will do with the water that's up to your ankle and the one that is up to your knee. Two different things. That's the level of spirituality. And then there's another level of spirituality, which is what is called the loin deep spirituality, the one that's up to your waist. There's a difference between the water that's up to your ankle, the one up to your waist, the one up to your knee, and the one up to your waist. When you have a revelation that is up to your waist, you are beginning to come to the point where you are having fun in the presence of the Almighty God. The loin deep spirituality, which is a different level of the spirituality. And then you get to verse number 5 of Ezekiel 47. The Bible now tells us that it says, After what he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over. The water has were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. There is a kind of a spirituality where God was talking to the Aaron at that. He said, you don't need to sleep to hear God. You don't need to dream to hear God. You hear the voice of the Almighty God, audible voice. You see God, sometimes he plays a video for you. You can see what is going on. He speaks to you in a language that you understand. He opens your eyes and he gives you vision into the supernatural. That is a different level of spirituality. And you are saying that spirituality comes in degrees. Ankle, knee, waist, and then overflowing level. The question is how, you know, why do you have to have, why do you have to increase your spiritual debts? Why? Why do you have to increase your spiritual debt? My brothers and sisters, if you want to have power and authority over the circumstances of your life, you need to increase your spiritual debts. The devil will mess you up. 
The Bible says that the devil walks about roaring like a roaring lion seeking whom he will devour. He will eat your lunch if you don't have the power and the authority to be able to resist him. So one of the first reasons why we increase our spiritual death is to be able to have power and authority over the circumstances of life. Number two, you increase your spiritual death to have, be able to have command and influence. When you see a man who knows what he's doing, people line up to go and see him. When you see a man who knows what he's doing, he speaks and people listen. But you cannot speak and people will listen if you don't know what you're talking about. The same thing in the spiritual. When you have the spiritual depth, you have an understanding of the things that God is saying. You have a revelation of what God can do and what he has done. And you have experienced it. It gives you command and influence. So that anywhere you go, the devils know. And that is what happened in the book of Acts. The Bible tells us of the sons of Scepha. When they went and they were preaching. And as they were preaching, they were trying to cast out the devils. Because they lacked the spiritual death, they lacked the spiritual command, they lacked the spiritual influence. The demons turned back and beat the daylight out of them. He said, Jesus I know, Paul I know. He said, who are you? And these people were beaten and stripped naked by the devil that they were trying to cast out. For you to be able to have command and influence, you need to increase your spiritual debts. And not only that, for you to have access and control. There are certain things that you will never see. There are certain revelations that you will never get unless you get to certain things. Because there are certain things that God will not commit into your hands. You are not ready for it. The Bible says that as long as the hair of a house is still a baby, that person will continue to be under tutelage. He will not be able to enjoy the benefits of the blessings that God has in store for him. As long as a believer remains immature, as long as a believer remains a child, there are certain treasures of heaven that God will never allow you to see. There are certain treasures that you will never have access to. There are places that you will never be able to get into. And there are certain things you will never be able to control. And that is why you need to increase your spiritual debts. Because as long as you remain a baby, nobody will commit anything serious into your care. Nobody will give you access to what is important. And the same thing in the spiritual. There are things that God will never give to you. There are certain things that you will never have access to. Not because God doesn't like you. Not because God doesn't want to give it to you. But because you are not ready to take it. You are not mature enough to handle it. There are some doors if it's open unto you. It will lead to destruction for you. Because you cannot access those doors. You don't have control over yourself. To be able to manage those things. That is why you must increase your spiritual debts. And not only that. When you have spiritual debt. It gives you confidence and understanding. When you are speaking to people. You understand exactly what you are saying. The Bible said that Jesus did not commit himself unto people because he knew the hearts of men. He understood how they think. He knew them before they even say a word. He knows the way they are thinking. When you have spiritual death, you have what is called discernment. So when somebody comes and they start telling you cock and bull story, you can tell from a mile away that this person is just making up stories. When somebody comes and says, God told me, he said, no, God has not spoken to me. So definitely he has not told you anything about me. And if he's insisting, he say, well, I'm not on vacation. God knows my address. If he wants to tell me anything, he can come and tell me. And that's why when people tell you, God said, God said, God said, you need to check what they're saying. Because if you're a child of God, the Bible says, my, my sheep hear my voice. He said, the voice of the stranger, they will not hear. If you are one of his own, you should hear his voice. You should hear his voice. Except, of course, if you're already parted from his presence. But increasing your spiritual depth, increase your level of confidence. Because you walk into a situation you know because the Spirit of God has already ministered to you. This is what is going on. You have a deep understanding of what's going on. That's why you are not moved. 
The Bible tells us about the Lord Jesus Christ in the book of Matthew chapter 7. He said he taught as one having authority, not like the scribe. He's not telling them the things that somebody told him. He's telling them the things he already knew. By virtue of his death. So spiritual death increases your confidence. And it increases your level of understanding. Not only that, spiritual death increases your steadfastness and your security. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which is unmovable. In other words, you remain steadfast. The wind is blowing, you are not moved. Why? Because you know that this is just a, you know, this is just a distraction. You are secured in your position because no prophetic nonsense that somebody speaks to you can uproot your faith because you know what God has promised you. The Bible says that Jesus Christ was traveling with his disciples and as they were going, there was this particular wind that was coming and the disciples came to Jesus Christ and said, Jesus, you are sleeping. Don't you care that we die? The man said, what is wrong with these people? I am the Savior, the Messiah. You know that I'm not going to die in a shipwreck. It's not going to happen because I'm going to the cross. I'm telling you, when you grow your spiritual dead, the Lord gives you information that is not normal. Gives you access. You become steadfast. You know certain things will not happen. You know certain things will not pull you down. You are confident and you are sure that the enemy cannot mess you up. I remember there was a day when I was doing my NYSE service. It's in Nigeria, you have the national service that you have to do after graduating from college. In the school where I was serving, I normally like to put my mattress on the floor. So I put my mattress on the floor that day. And as I slept, in the middle of the night, the Lord just woke me up. As he woke me up, I sat up, I said, what? And then he just turned my eyes and focused to a corner of the room. And when I looked at that corner of the room, there was a snake coiled up. Right if the snake went to strike, it was going to be on my head. And I got up. Sat down there, attacked the snake. I was able to kill it. And put it. I'm telling you, when you develop your spiritual debts, you become steadfast. You become secured. The Lord shows you revelation of things to come. He moves you in a way that you are not moved. What will cause other people to panic will not make you to panic. These are just some of the benefits. These are just some of the reasons why you should develop your spiritual, spiritual debt. Because if you don't, you will become a prey in the hand of the enemy. The enemy will waste your life. I don't know about those of us here in America, but where we come from, our devil are not civilized. They will mess you up. And that is why you should make sure your root in the Almighty God is deep so that nothing can move you. The question is, what happens when you don't have spiritual debts? What happens to you when you don't have spiritual debts? Look at the book of Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, reading from verse number 26, the Bible says, Everyone that hears the sayings of mine and does not dare shall be likened unto a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. The rain descends, the flood comes, the wind blows, the beat upon that house, and it falls. And great is the fall of it. Whether we like it or not, challenges will come. Troubled times will come. The question is, what are you, how are you preparing yourself? And one of the ways you prepare yourself against troubled time is to develop deep spiritual roots. When there's no deep spiritual root, your command will be lacking. You, you cannot take command of your, of your circumstances. You cannot take command of your situation. When you do not have deep spiritual root, control becomes impossible. Because the enemy is in control. And that is why you find that you walk and you cannot find the money. You are doing all that. You are running up and down, but you cannot make it me. Not because you are a lazy person, but because you are not in control. When you are not deep spiritually, there is no security. The Bible says when a strong man keeps his house, his goods are safe. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him, then they will be able to take away everything that he has worked for. 
That is why you must make sure that your debt is there. But when there is no debt, there is no security. When there is no debt, when there is no spiritual debt, vulnerability becomes sure. You are open, you are vulnerable. There is no security, there is no fence, there is nothing guarding you. There is nothing protecting you. But when you don't have spiritual debt, you are vulnerable to the devil. The devil can mess you up at any time. And not only that, when you don't have spiritual debt, you can be easily overturned. Can be easily overturned. Things that you think are sure can be easily toppled. The job can easily come to an end. The health can easily fail. The marriage can easily crumble. The children can easily become wayward. Things that you have your hope on may suddenly, all of a sudden, crumble in your presence. Your security becomes easily overturned when there is no debts. But when there is debts, you have command. When there is debt, you have control. When there is debt, you walk around with confidence. When there is debt, you can talk about your security. When there is debt, you can scale new heights because you are strong enough. How many of us have seen, if you have ever been to Florida during the rough hurricane season, you see that there are some plants, there are some trees. When the hurricane wind is coming, they are gone already. Why? Because their roots are fibrous. We have this fibrous root and it causes us pulls them off. But the trees that remain standing are the ones that are deeply rooted. The wind might come and do whatever it wants to do. It can shake them back and forth, back and forth. They are still standing because their roots is deep. My brothers and sisters, develop, develop your spiritual roots. The question then is how do you increase your spiritual depths? How do you build it up? Number one, you build up your spiritual roots through an encounter with the Almighty God. When you encounter the Almighty God, encounter with the Almighty God, create a hunger in your spirit. It drives you into a season when you begin to wonder and explore, when you begin to search for the things that God has in store for you. When God opens your mouth, can you imagine somebody just comes and says, okay, I give you a thousand dollars. He says, and if you walk with me, I'll give you more. He says, wow, you've encountered this guy. You can give me this much, then I know I want to see more. I want to receive more. I want to have more of what you have in store for me. It starts with an encounter. And that's why we always urge you to be born again. You cannot develop a spiritual root unless you are born again. You cannot develop a spiritual root unless you have encountered the Lord Jesus Christ. Unless your name is in the blessed book of life. Unless you are one of his. Unless he has deposited his spirit into you and given you an assurance that you belong unto him. That's the only way you can start to develop these roots. So it starts with an encounter. Then it goes on with an exploration. It creates a hunger in your spirit. You are already in the door. You now begin to explore. What does the word of God have to say about my health? What does it have to say about my finances? What does it have to say about my relationship? What does it have to say about my future? You begin to explore. And the Lord begins to open up things for you. That exploration begins to lead you to begin to exercise some of the things that God has in store for you. And when I talk about exercise, I'm talking about spiritual exercise. I'm talking about you begin to fast so that you can have more access. You begin to pray so that God can reveal more to you. You begin to meditate so that you can understand the word of God. You begin to study so that you can know more of the things of God. You begin to engage in spiritual discipline so that you can build your spiritual muscles to go deeper. It comes through exercise. And that exercise is prayer. That exercise is fasting. That exercise is meditation. That exercise is reading the word of God. That exercise is doing, obeying the word of God. That has come. And then finally, you build your spiritual strength, you build your spiritual depth through engagements. James chapter 1, verse number 25 tells us, He said, But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one shall be blessed in all that he does. In other words, you cannot get that spiritual depth unless you engage the word of God. 
And by engagement means that you do the work. You practice the word. You live the word. You make sure that the word becomes part of your life. That is how you do it. That is how you increase your spiritual depth. You don't increase it by wishing. You don't increase it by daydreaming. You don't increase it by expecting it to happen without your involvement. You have to be involved. Spiritual depth is not built instantaneously. It's built gradually. Built gradually. You develop these things gradually. That is how it works. The question then is that who is the man, who is the woman that can build the spiritual strength? That can build the spiritual depth? Who is the person that can dig deep into the love of God and build an intimate relationship that will change their level? The interesting thing is that it's open to all those who come. Say, come unto me, all you who are labored and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Anyone who thirsts, say, let them come to the river of flowing water. In other words, it is open to everyone. The Bible says, many are called, but few are chosen. In other words, the invitation is open, but only those who accept it. Those are the only ones who can build their spiritual depth. Those are the only ones who can dig very deep. So how do you do it? Number one, you immerse yourself in the word of God. The only way you can grow deep in the things of God is when you know what the word of God says about the things of life. You have to go, you have to immerse yourself in the word of God. Bible says, study to show thyself approve a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. There is no way you can grow deep without being immersed in the word of God. Number two, you have to learn to hear the voice of the almighty God. The day you learn to hear the voice of the almighty God, that is the day everything changes for you. That is the day life turns around. That is the day you begin to enjoy what it means to be a Christian. A lot of people are not enjoying Christianity because they are not hearing the voice of God. What they are hearing is the voice of a man or the voice of the pastor. And as long as you are hearing the voice of a man or the voice of the pastor, you are going to be frustrated. I can tell you that. No matter how eloquent that pastor is. But you learn to listen to the voice of God. The man who will grow and increase in their spiritual depth must be a person that is immersed in the word of God. person who listens for the voice of God. person who is surrendered to the will of God. Because God will not continue to wrestle with you. When God gives you an instruction, it's either you obey or you don't obey. He's not going to force you. And one thing I want you to understand is that anything you do for God is not doing it for God. You're actually doing it for yourself. Because God will not be better, but will not be a better God because you obeyed Him. I hope you understand that. The fact that you came to church and you gave money does not make God richer. It only opens the doors of blessings to you. The fact that you obey God is a blessing unto you. Whatever you do for God, you're actually doing it for yourself. So when you surrender to his will, you are doing it for your own self. The man who will grow, the woman who will grow and increase in their spiritual death must be a person who does not argue with God, the man who is totally surrendered to God. And that's why Jesus prayed, Thy will be done, not mine. Thy will be done, not mine. I'm totally surrendered unto you. Whatever you want to do, just tell me. I'll do it. That is the way you grow. Because that is when he can give you deep instruction. Not only that, it must be a man who is totally consecrated unto him. Totally separated unto him. I've made this joke several times here. You cannot have one leg in the world and one leg in the church. You are not going anywhere. At one point in time, you can grow. You find that you will not be able to do it. Even the people who are gymnasts, at one point, they can't stretch anymore. You cannot stretch yourself in two different directions. It's either you are for God or you are not for him. And the man who will grow in depth, the man who will build a spiritual depth must be a man who is totally sold out to the Almighty God, a man consecrated to the Almighty God. And not only that, must be a man or a woman who is obedient to his command. God is like an old drill soldier. He never gives you a new command until you have obeyed the last one. 
Unless you obey the last one, you are not getting the fresh information. And the same thing here. Obedience is better than sacrifice. That's what the Bible tells us. And if you are going to increase your debt, your spiritual debt, you must obey his command. And then you must be a man of prayer. You must know how to pray. You must be willing to pray. You must like to pray. You must enjoy prayer. You must be willing to subject yourself to prayer. Because there is nothing that you will do outside of prayer. The Bible says pray without ceasing. And then finally, there has to be a level of purity in your life. A level of holiness. Holiness within, holiness without. The Bible says, be ye holy, just like I am holy. That's what the Lord requires if you are going to go deep. Because the Bible says, the eyes of the Almighty God is so pure that he cannot behold iniquity. He will not give you the secrets of the kingdom when you yourself are not pure. He will not give it to you. So those are the things that the Lord Almighty is looking for in a man or a woman that will grow deep. And when you do these things, the Lord will open the fountains of heaven unto you. A man with this attribute will deepen his or her spiritual depth. And the question this morning is that, are you that kind of a man? Am I that kind of a man? Are you that kind of a woman? Thank you very much for listening to our program today. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for our Sunday worship service at 2711 Murfreesboro Road in Antioch, Tennessee. We also host Bible study and prayer meetings every Friday at 7 p.m. Visit us online at www.lifelonganointing.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Join us next time for another edition of Fresh Encounter. On behalf of Lifelong Anointing Church, we thank you for listening.